0: Hello once again, my name is Gordon Mogul JP, you, you, your usual podcaster and today is the 13th day of May 2022 from the last time I posted about marriage over right take, thank you so much for listening in, thank you so much for asking me for content thank you so much for always and always being there to listen out so today I came again to talk about this amazing topic about my podcast and it was requested on the last time one of my listeners, Juliana, wherever you are, asked me to talk about male vulnerability in a relationship. Why, how, when, and explore it. So upon research and putting in time to understand from, uh, from aspects of understanding what it is exactly, I came upon a lot of content to share and talk about. Welcome on board and I urge you to listen in very well and understand and give you feedback. My name is Gordon Mogul. Welcome in. Male vulnerability and why it affects relationships. That's what we're going to talk about today. And it's for you male out there and you females who want to understand males and their abilities and challenges in a relationship. How do females play a part? when it comes to more vulnerability and how do males play a part when they're still in the vulnerability state as males? Well, let's understand what vulnerability. Vulnerability is the glue that holds relationships together. It is the magic sauce to navigate life with a partner. You have to be the person that he can come home to at the end of the day. The one that he feels comfortable revealing himself to shame is resiliency and all will sorry shame is resiliency and as well the ability to practice authenticity when when we experience when we experience shame to move through the experience without sacrificing our value and to come to the other side with more connection why is reaching out and talking about shame so important for overcoming it vulnerability is an opportunity to grow as a person and a way to find deep satisfaction in relationships. Opening up and re- re- relinquishing your face and your fears of rejection helps build trust and honestly with others, fosters empathy and builds stronger bonds. It is now always easy to be vulnerable, and doing so often requires taking deliberate steps in the works. And in, in the work it is worth it. Shame cannot survive being spoken it just dies on the vine. The antidote to shame is empathy. And can he talk to you about the tough, the tough stuff? Well, vulnerability is not weakness. I want you to remember, my dear listeners, it is courage. The best marriages are the ones where we can go out in the world and really put ourselves out there and be judged. A lot of times if all fail and sometimes we will put it out off. But, go- but good marriages are when you go home and know that your vulnerability will be honored as courage and that you will find support. Without vulnerability, there can be no love, trust, or intimacy. I want to remain and I want to repeat and I want to take it out into you vividly. Without vulnerability, there can be no love, trust, or intimacy. Reality and studies have that father father-daughter relationships are very important throughout a girl's life so single mothers out there you you mostly for those who want to be single mothers by choosing like let me just have a chat out of this gentleman and move on A daughter needs a father figure in their lives and the relationship between a father and daughter is very important throughout their life they will learn to respect men they will learn to work with men they will learn when to step on and not to step on men are you shame how does shame tie into vulnerability for guys? Shame is the most powerful master emotion. It is the fear that we are not good enough. For men, it is the fear of not being wealthy enough, tough enough, or smart enough. The number of sh- the number one shame trigger for men is being perceived as weak. Men walk this tightrope where any sign of weakness elicits shame, and so they are afraid to make themselves vulnerable for fear of looking weak but if you cannot be vulnerable then you cannot truly grow and be your best self women can either embrace and help when sorry women can either embrace and help men walk across the tightrope or can be the ones to push. we can be the ones who push them off remember women out there beautiful curvy Juicy, however, you might call yourself African, White, Caucasian, women. You play a big role in men's vulnerability issues. Now, let's indulge in the possibility question, in the possible questions that bring about vulnerability. Why do many guys struggle with fully opening up? Most times, when men approach women in public most ladies give a shame on expression and what does it mean they introduce themselves as married with Christ- with children or no children and at all oh, before the man entirely speaks his mind why he approached could be true or not women rather to die or the in their or, or, or women rather to die their white holes they rather fall off and they want men to be vulnerable and will but come on you know well men cannot stand it it makes men sick to women to, to it meant it, it makes us men sick to see women like that. Women with your pride, women who want to post it out that yes, I am beautiful, I have money, I have all these things. As men, it makes us sick. We always we always want to come to you and show us that you're weak, show us that you really need us. Men are smart. Yes, we are smart, like it or not. That's from nature. We are smart that we dominate, that's why we dominate. Men, we hear women asking for men's vulnerability but are also very aware that women act scared or resentful when they show their vulnerability side. Wow! What are some of the tips that can be used to help a partner become vulnerable and how can we listen without an open heart and open mind? It is important to encourage your partner to be vulnerable and then to respond with respect and gratitude when he or she does what every single one of us wants to hear in a relationship is listen out i see you i see all of you and i love you imagine your partner coming out at the the end of the day and it's been a whole rollercoaster of so many events in the day and she's like hey honey i see you i see all of you and i love you some of us do not come from families where vulnerability was tolerated but we rem- remind each other in a relationship that we love one another, not despite our inter- imperfections. But because of them, I was trained to show people my imperfections at first sight. So they immediately tell me when I am not right. You get the point. We have gone up in places where they've been telling us this is not right, this is right. We've been trained on how to do it. So people on first sight with interacting with me as Meg Gordon, they would tell me on the things than do not right there and then so why do we say that we can only love our, each others as much as we love ourselves remember we really cannot offer people more compassion than we have for ourselves i think it's because in order for us to tolerate inf- imperfection and vulnerability in other people we have to be able to accept that what is imperfect in ourselves if they are prerequisites for worthiness that we carry either knowingly or unknowingly within us then we apply them to ourselves as well as other people what we do for ourselves should be done for other people simple how does this affect a relationship let us say you grew up learning from our we grew up sorry we grew up learning for our parents that one that one of one of your prerequisites for love and belonging is being approved of and accepted by others if your partner has this risky idea they want to present at work you may be more likely to say do not make your boss mad or if really your boss wanted your opinion he or she would have asked these are the comments that are uh, these are the comments that are flung around every day and they erode, erode and erode relationships if you come from a place of love and have learned to encourage vulnerability you might instead say it takes total courage to speak up go for it I got you back 100%. That's like your partner telling you, encouraging you to go for what you should go, other than you coming up out of the blue and pouring out or telling whatever I want to say. How can we learn to become vo- more vulnerable ourselves? We have to be clear about what our values are. I wake up every morning and before I even sit up, I think about how I want to be a courageous person. If we are still standing solidly in our, in our values, we do not get knocked down. Even when we are getting knocked down, do you get my point? The bottom line is that our capacity to be wholehearted can never be greater than our willingness to be brokenhearted. It is okay if you get crushed. Sometimes because you will be, but sometimes you, because you will be growing and will be getting close to the place where you want to be. The outcome of a life spent of a life of a life spent performing pleasing and perfect and perfecting is resentment, grief, judgment and anger being vulnerable is about saying i love you first risking heartbreak and being all in so let yourself go through the entire process and please note if you think vulnerability is something to be ashamed of think again vulnerability is not a weakness should i say that if you think vulnerability is something to be ashamed of think again vulnerability is not even a weakness it's not a weakness Vulnerability can be defined as emotional risk, exposure, uncertainty. It fuels our daily lives. More good news, learning how, to, how learning how to be vulnerable in a relationship can fuel stronger, healthier and more meaningful bonds than perhaps you have even ever imagined. Imagine you're dating Gordon, you married to Gordon and realize that he, one of his, his vulnerable areas is a dirty space. So as my partner's spouse, you'll always make sure that you keep your area or the areas where your spouse Gordon is, is always clean and smart. And it makes you happy and it makes it easy for you to connect with Gordon. So all well, or as well, men tend to be better when they single focus at it. Things that we love, things that we want to do, we focus and we're better at it. Vulnerability is emotional openness and putting yourself into a position in which you're exposed and willing to be open. Have you heard about Loving Roots Project? It is also the skill of deflecting, avoiding or denying your feelings. While many people incorrectly identify vulnerability as a weakness, ability to embrace challenging situations. Of course, embracing vulnerability with a romantic partner is not a done or dusty task. Being vulnerable in a relationship is letting your guard down. To connect in a raw and open manner that might sound like an ouch, but vulnerability encourages the most authentic version of yourself to come to the forefront consider that a mega awesome skill in the long run so no matter the relationship are you ready to go alone? are you ready to go all in sorry vulnerability requires you to be connected to how you process emotions and express thoughts or feelings to your partner honesty honestly and openly a headline how to a headline how to be more vulnerable and why it can be so freaking hard to do. So in the first place. Why is it difficult to be vulnerable? The word vulnerable comes from a Latin word and means wounding. Not surprisingly, vulnerability often has a negative association, especially in Western culture. Where it's seen as the opposite of being strong but contrary to popular belief opening yourself up to vulnerability also means opening up to the possibility of pain and you're going to be pretty strong to be willing to do that in fact it is kind of a requirement if you want to feel intimacy with someone romantic or otherwise the ultimate truth about love and kind and, and relationship relationships The truth that most of us want to avoid is that loving another person means opening ourselves to the possibility of being hurt. They will slap us, they will say things to us, they will leave us, they will break us, they will bruise us. But guess what? Being vulnerable requires you to share from your heart and that creates the potential for being hurt or rejected. When someone tries to avoid having honest conversations with their partner, The same applies to potential partners for fear of being hurt. They are on the receiving end of love and pain. Or keeping yourself closed off so you do not get hurt means you can never be close to to another person. You will either get hurt or you will either let this person be. It happens in a relationship. Healthy relationships require that we learn how to open up and share from our hearts. You have to be able to listen to your partner and be open to being affected by their wants and their feelings even when it's difficult or painful. Please note that healthy relationships can resist being vulnerable as a coping mechanism and means of emotional protection. Any people may consciously or unconsciously believe they are protecting themselves by being closed off or not addressing complex emotional issues. But these can create tension between partners, especially if they feel unloved or a lack of emotional connection within a relationship. A distanced shutdown or emotionally unavailable person can desire closeness and connection with others but have difficulty expressing this. When that happens, this relationship can suffer by feeling neglected or distant. If you make a commitment to self-reflection and work, you can totally boost your vulnerability IQ, thankfully. How to start being vulnerable in in my relationship, in a relationship, in any relationship. One. Check within, check in with yourself. Yourself, that's what I mean. Check yourself, in you, the things you like and you don't like. This is funny, but true. The most important relationship you'll ever have is the one with yourself. When we have built a habit of avoiding, is just by, is is burying our emotions. We start to lose sight of how we actually feel. Checking in with yourself by working with a counselor or... Channeling can help you deepen the level of understanding of yourself and your partner. I want you to give this a try as a partner, whether you're dating or you're married. Encouraging self-soothing. Go for calming techniques that may reduce discomfort that arises. Flex your muscles. Once in a while, flex. Fold your palm, let it go. Fold your palm, your feet. Flex your muscles. Take a few deep breaths. As in breathing... Breathe out. You usually see swimming point there when they when have anger bursts, anger issues, anxiety. They're told to breathe in, breathe out. Engage in healthy self-talk. Tell yourself about healthy things, about yourself. The other is get outside of your comfort zone. Most of you don't want to get out of your outside of your comfort zone. Even me, it takes me a lot of time to get out of my comfort zone. So I would always put myself first before anything, but by trying to understand vulnerability. Talk about hard stuff, like real hard stuff, like money. Money is a hard topic to anyone. Children, it's a hard topic to people. Talk about investments. Talk about work. Talk about friends. Talk about confrontations. So those ones that you, the, the, sorry, things or the stuff that that you, that you avoid in the first place, embrace difficult and emotional conversations. Talk about your last heartbreak. Talk about how your friend disrespected you. Talk about how someone went at the back of your mind. Talk about how family has not been there for you. It helps you heal. Do regular check-ins with your partner, let's say. Take off 30 minutes weekly, every day. Take off 30 minutes. Check in with your partner and uh, this will make a difference. To say this. This is out of research by denies. Ask your partner, what went wrong today? What went well? Talking about your day is perfect stress release Like I mean, what do I mean? Let's get a little detail into this Your partner comes back home As they're sleeping Or probably before they sleep on your new bed Most people choose to take off a minute and read a book Other people take off a minute to pray and reminisce about the day So, what I'm trying to tell you is Take off some time and then sit with your partner Ask them Honey, uh, baby, whatever you call them, sugar Ask them how did the day go by Ask them about what went wrong is everything all right so in love languages in the five languages i know i have a friend one says that me i want my husband to listen to me if i travel today and i come back after a week i want him to sit down give me attention and tell him about the entire trip how we went how i boarded the plane the person i sat next to probably if it was using a tube train whatever they used for transport transportation when they checked in a cafe the lady was in a raid, the girl was putting on shorts, people who fought along the way. So she says, I want him to listen to me throughout. And then if he does not listen to me, I feel but that's my love language. Gifts and everything can come in as added advantage, but I want him to listen to me. Take it out, try it out, and help you to heal. Remember, it is important to set boundaries about how much you are willing to share. Sometimes you don't have to tell everything to our partners. Well, you wouldn't want to help another are cheated. You didn't tell your partner that I, I, I was flirting on plane or probably fighting on social media. You don't want to tell your partner that I I, I had sex with so-and-so. These things, some of them, we don't plan them, but they really happen. And your partner isn't going to tell you everything. So set boundaries on what to share. Don't tell it all if you know your partner will be offended. Yes. So try this vulnerability exercise. Try sitting quietly. Face east, face east and let your partner face uh, west. That's a back-to-back. While well, focusing on breathing together, like let your heartbeats heart meet at a point. While the eventual goal of synchronizing your inhale, in, in, inhale, inhale, inhalations and exhalations, that's when you're breathing out together at the same time, this practice can feel really awkward at first, but it is a great way to practice vulnerability because it is outside of most people's comfort zones. This practice of breathing together, will also help you learn how to listen more effectively both to yourself and to your partner and vice versa which will always serve as a benefit to future conversations always take it as a technique to help yourself understand sit facing the other side let your partner sit facing the other side let the backs kneel on into each other and make sure in that angle everything is close to each other feel your heartbeat feel his heartbeat feel her heartbeat exhale in, exhale outside and then continue being a better listener is good Put down the phone, oh man! When you can't talk about phones, I don't. I remember so many times people have gone out with and then they're on phone, on phone. But I'm glad that uh, 70% of my friends are mature people, exposed, troubled people, and they understand that our discipline is we will not take on phones. My people know when we're out, phones are either in our pockets, on the table, on the sideways internet off let's focus on us let's talk look into my eye look into your eye let's have a beautiful conversations without distractions from social media on our phones so put uh, put your phone down it almost goes without saying but for the tough conversations limit the distractions that can't that means no cell phone no tv no playing chase or the computer instead focus on making eye contact right with and listening to your significant other being vulnerable in a relationship requires being fully present with your partner she she explains listen with the intent of understanding where they are coming from rather than just waiting for your turn to talk most of us just want to listen 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 but we don't have the intent of understanding so let your partner speak whatever they want to speak don't interrupt and don't wait for it to finish and be like oh sorry honey this shouldn't have happened and you want to move on she wants you to listen to him i want you to listen to me sometimes i don't need your advice i just need you to listen to me and that's it i want to let it out because it's also therapeutic curiosity will also help you become a better listener be curious about how your partner is feeling and why and also be curious about your own feelings too be excited about what she's going to say be excited about what i'm going to do be excited about what's coming out of my mouth it's beautiful it's amazing and yes be curious about yourself as well are you ready to get into this conversation with more vulnerability moments into your day focus on becoming more vulnerable with each other spend extra 10 minutes in the bed yes Before you get out of the bed, spend the 10 extra minutes in the bed. In the morning, most especially when you want to run out of bed, probably after six, probably after a bad nightmare, probably after a bad night, you're running out of bed, you just want to get out of, you get out there and the only thing you want to know is I'm out of that damn bed. But spend 10 minutes every morning in your bed, just silently, just silently, looking into each other's eyes. Imagine, give it a ton. If you're listening and your partner is close to you, you're taking turns to listen and just look into each other's eyes directly, people to people. It can be powerful. I've I know the many times I've talked to my friends, whether male or female, and I look into their eyes, there's that connection that brings a sense of like, yeah, there's a serious conversation that's going on. There's something that I want to achieve. And guess what? It can be powerful and very vulnerable. The experience of connection, it is the salt sort of simple moment of intimacy that couples find they have been missing. Most in their relationship. Sometimes the relationship is failing because the last time you looked into your relation into your partner's eyes is when you're taking the vows. I, Gordon Mogul take you, and you look into their eyes to be my lovely waited wife. That's the last time looking to your, your your spouse's wife your spouse's eyes directly when the when, when when they judge when the priest when the pastor when whoever was putting you together into into holy matrimony told you look into their eyes and say this Do it again over and over. It is amazing postcards that i'm talking about is practical and i told you that i've done research all the things i'm talking about i have used them in my relationships and i know that for a fact they have worked try to do it and in the matter of space where marriages are breaking newlyweds someone i have a friend who just got broken up three months down the road marriage is failing it's totally bad the basics are being missed because you think it's about other things and lately i'm posting much about marriage and all these things it is because marriage is breaking. Those who have been married for 35 years, 20 years, 15 years, 45 years, they are breaking. And you understand why the vulnerability has to be understood in depth. Because people keep thinking it's the man who did this. It's the woman who did this. Let's not judge each other. Let's put practical ideas together and it will be okay. Please note, vulnerability is when a person willingly takes the risk to reveal their emotions and weakness this emotional openness is essential in all healthy relationships as it paves the way for deeper understanding and evokes empathy necessary for healthy long-term relationships with open communication other than better relate to you and imagine your menace sorry your your nuance of your healing learn where vulnerability helps to foster healthy authentic relationships How can you learn to be more vulnerable? And what you risk when you do not open up with the people close to you? Now, let me tell you something. I have friends of mine at work, and then these people love them. They're like family. And every time I don't talk to them about something that I really need to talk to them, I myself, I feel bad. I feel like I'm hurting myself in one way or the other. And when I hear, and when I talk about something about someone and it gets to these people not gossip but when i'm trying to explain to the other person that this person didn't understand me and this person gets the information wrongly it hurts me it, it puts me at risk of looking for these people explaining myself apologizing not not for what i did or i said apologizing for the other person for not conveying the message very well so always and always know that you are at risk when you do not open up with the people close to you because they matter what happens when vulnerability is missing it is completely natural to want to guard yourself and your emotions it is natural and it's not written anywhere that you should go out there and then let your emotions out be bruised be beaten be scorned be judged it is completely natural to guard yourself that's the only way you can like for me people who know me deeply i uh, i protect my private life you will not find me talk about my private life. My siblings don't even know most about my love life. Because why? I feel like the world has taken away everything that we all have to access to. And the only thing that we keep to ourselves is our private lives. You, cho- you can choose to say money is my private business. I will not talk about money with anyone. Your love life. You can talk about talk about your sex orientation. You can talk about um, uh, investments, work, anything you choose to be private. Got it. In fact, holding thoughts and feelings to your chest and away from others is a form of protection. If you do not allow yourself to be vulnerable, your partner cannot be expected to understand what you need and want for them. However, being too closed off to others, especially in romantic relationships is very close friendships is very close friendships can backfire. The bond itself is less satisfying and your relationship may be even more susceptible to breaking. If you don't allow yourself to be vulnerable your partner cannot be expected to understand what you need and want from them they will undoubtedly respond in unsatisfactory ways and then because you do not feel supported you can resent them and blame them rather than owning your feelings and then before you begin to be vulnerable you have got a knot to unwind four ways to foster more vulnerability please dis- please understand the four ways to foster vulnerability that i hope that you can understand that you can use one discuss vulnerability itself what do you understand but vulnerability itself forget about what i've explained to you but according to you when you hear vulnerability i know most of you think like vulnerability is like a weakness vulnerability is like a negative thing discuss it before you brainstorm about it discuss it in depth number two name a fear in everything that is around you name a fear that you have fear to be judged fear to be uh, confronted fear to be disciplined fear to be abused number three discuss a recent experience like uh, a week ago my very good friend at work uh, we were I wanted something from, from, from them and then it took some time I think it was it was a mixture of so many things from home from everywhere but we didn't understand each other and explain to someone else, and then I wanted to get, and I wanted to let them know, not even getting an opinion, let them know how I'm feeling about entirely this thing. And uh, to my surprise, my friend, my good friend, when the other party responded, her she didn't get the point why I was reaching another person, and even this person didn't get the point why I'm reaching them. So my pa- my, my my friend got offended. So when we met him to talk, we discussed in length and uh thank God we at the end of it we we understood each other and I actually apologized. And we moved on. I chose the vulnerability bit because I wanted to be there I wanted to to, to be in a happy friendship and all these. Number five, share a goal. There's certain things we, we want to say, like by the end of I have a friend of mine is called Henry, it's a new friend. He tells me by the end of August, wanted to have read wait are they 20, 20 books? so every day he makes time and reads the chapter before he goes to bed he's a busy gentleman he's a coach but he reads the book and then also uh, every friend of mine he's a brother paul he says that every day he needs also uh to 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 to, to get a new idea put some some, some idea post something about architectural work and then also um the wife claudia they are also this is an amazing family very good friends of mine and also claudia posts something about her day she vlogs and she also for tabata classes now she's doing p pilaur something piloni piloni classes and then she's even going into yoga classes so she does a goal every day we have what we call a, a daily goal a weekly goal a monthly goal and a yearly goal now me my goals i every week i have to post up a nugget not gotten from another share or from my head i create a nugget out of experience putting together and every every week every week i have to find a day and share a nugget to the people who follow up on my size. and also it gives me joy to do so uh the four let me let me beg your pardon so one is discuss vulnerability itself number two number fear. number three discuss a recent experience number four share a, share a goal when prioritizing privacy makes sense, while vulnerability in a relationship is crucial, there is certainly a balance to strike in being vulnerable and keeping some details to ourselves. Listen once again. When prioritizing privacy makes sense, while vulnerability in a relationship is crucial, there is certainly a balance to strike in being vulnerable and keeping some details to ourselves. Now, these are the ways men and women communicate differently in a relationship. As you're winding up fixing versus processing some of us want to fix others want to process remember your partner and i'm talking about a male and a female probably a male and a male a female and a female This is just this is strictly relationships i don't i don't i don't want to get into how you choose relationships who you date that is your business i am here to talk to you about vulnerability in a relationship and mostly male vulnerability. Now as as your partner is mind your partner is putting attention in fixing issues, the other partner is putting attention in processing. You get the point? Then those want to have direct versus indirect. Be direct other says sometimes be indirect. Then process versus goals. Your processes are versing my goals. The bigger picture versus detail. Some of you look at a picture and they're like, oh this is very beautiful and it's big then your partner says i just love the details of this artistic work things and ideas versus people and relationships your ideas and your things to me i'm thinking well the people and the relationships matter to me competition versus collaboration criticism versus appreciation before you criticize someone there's someone who says i would rather appreciate that you appreciate me more emotionally perceptive versus less emotionally perceptive. Some of us go it instrument and we're like, we're more emotionally perceptive. Yeah, my partner is literally less emotionally perceptive. That's how they are. Logical versus emotional. Take up more space versus less space. Most people want to be like, I want a house, a few things, and I want my space. Then the other one would say, I want a house with lots of things, less space. One says, I want more color. The other says, I want less colors. And then there's the transition time, that's for all of us. Then there's when one says single focus versus multiple focus. Now, in conclusion of our topic today, below are the difference, the differences in male and female communication, gender biases people in a relationship be like no you women think that things are supposed to be like that And say, La, women think like this is what we're going to do so the gender biases that community has put together culture has brought before us are supposed to be into consideration as well the non-verbal communication you can't be in a relationship and you're non-verbal that one is going to go down the road it's going to go depression is going to cause so many things so i want you to understand that non-verbal communication is wrong but as well women and men use these differences in communication men are fixers. this one i want every woman to understand that i want you to listen very well we as men we are fixes that is our nature that is how good wired us that is how good created us that's how good care about us that's how God screwed us up we want to fix even when we don't want to even I know I'm not a plumber, even in I know I'm not a gardener, I want to get in the garden and start uh, giving ideas about the garden. I want to break out those buds, uh, the buds of the of the plants so that the plant can grow. I want to comment about color. I want to comment about the brick. I want to comment about the painting. I want to comment about the, uh, the 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 sink i'm coming about the toilet i'm coming about the, the 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 floral arrangement we are fixes electricity in the house before i call a, before i call the electrician i want to give it a try then i call the electrician then women want to be heard let me speak for the women i've seen my sisters so many times when they're speaking listen if you don't listen to them trust you they will stand upright storm out of the the meeting and they will stand and they speak louder than any other person in the meeting because what? not because they are fighting for something they want to be hard simple listen to me and move on I told you about Alice my friend she married a friend called Robert Alice says I want to be listened to till today she tells me God I want, that's my love language so in the same ra- in the same time understand your love language with your partner because it helps in vulnerability it's, I'm told these are uh, the five last signs of languages you will remind me or you will tell them to yourself when you're out there but i remember these uh there's what we call quality time communication gifts um there's also there's also there's also affection showing affection and um what's the other one oh holy spirit help me and what well do your homework and then as well fix yourself rightly understand your love language understand your partner's love love language It would help you understand so much. Many people understand giving them gifts as their love language. Give me gifts, everything will be okay. Others will be like quality time. Hugging me, kissing me, making love, um, praising me. Then others understand being hard. Time, give me time. When I'm talking to you, listen to me. Make time with me. You don't have to take me out for dinner or anything. And finally, processing feelings together helps. As in my spouse and I... When we sit and process the feelings that are hurting, let me. We've lost a child. Uh, for example, Samantha, you pardon me. Samantha lost a child. Uh, I think he was about four years. This was a beautiful gift from God to them, an angel. But I definitely knew Samantha will heal from this situation much more faster when the husband supports her. So Daniel was with Samantha all the time. Surprisingly, I didn't at work. I didn't show the team that. Uh, I'm standing with Samantha, but surprisingly, me and Samantha understand each other in a different way. And the people, that, the way I love my people, is not publicly. I do it private time, as in, I know you, and I know when to talk to you, and I know when you're hurting, and I give you space. So Samantha, and after the burial of their beloved boy, rest in peace. Uh, she went on a trip with her husband, and she sent me a picture. I'm out with uh, Daniel. And Daniel was trying as much as he could to make sure that the wife is stronger. Meanwhile, in this entire thing, they were both they were both hurting. Samantha showed the stronger part. Daniel was the weakest part in losing a loved child, but he was strong again for Samantha, and uh, everyone was strong for each other. So they went all through the process. They went to a the doctor. They even went even went for uh, church gatherings, and then they came to find they came to find out that. These things are happening out there. People are losing their little ones. There is much more. And then Samantha, this situation drew her closer to understanding God and certain things. And also loving her husband so much because Daniel has been there for Samantha. I love you, Daniel and Samantha. My very You know that. And then also, is your relationship strained? Are you feeling I want to give? Before you give, before you run out of it. Before you do anything wrong in a relationship, before you hurt another, before you do things you're always thinking it's a way out, seek marriage counselling. Marriage counselling is not only given by counsellors or priests or pastors or fathers of the churches, no. Marriage counselling is given to you by someone who has been anointed or someone who has knowledge and researched and and has grown up in spaces whereby he sees, identifies, she sees and then understands that this is the best thing for marriage many people are breaking because they have not practiced these things we've talked about here simple things imagine you turning your back i turn my back we sit together breathe in breathe out at the same time waking up in the morning looking into each other's eyes deeply at the end of the day when we get into bed and then we ask each other how was your day understanding my flaws understanding my pains encouraging me other than discouraging me talking to me other than charging me let's outgrow let's and invite the things that the world has taught us that this is how marriage should be. This is how a woman should be. Yes, do not forget, for you as a woman, for me as a man to love you, be submissive, simple. Submit, be respectful. Submissive respect. Submissiveness comes with lots of things. Talk to me in a way that shows me respect. As Wherever you like it or not, whether from Austria, Asia, whatever it is, men will love respect. Whether, dear lady, you have lots of money and you're beautiful and you're curvy and you don't respect me, I will look for someone who respects me and i'll do anything for them simple respect me some of you listening to me like why don't you respect me that's the start of your marriage failing every time you put comparisons and every time you fight the beauty the good the good level of understanding marriage and what to do you're calling for breaking you're calling for depression you're calling for hardships and as men we are given god has given us this love so as men we ought to love you day in day out. We ought to praise you. I ought to talk about your beautiful nails. I ought to talk about your skin. I ought to talk about your hair. I ought to talk about your scent. I ought to talk about your bright smile. I ought to talk about your beautiful eyes. I talk about your calves. I look at you and paint a picture by just speaking about you. I love you this much that I even close my eyes and start describing you. I'm like, oh my goodness. I have my own angel. This was designed for me this amazing woman is the woman that makes me happy this woman is the only one that gives me joy everything else can fail but when i look at home to my angel my life comes alive i mean i talk about her and even i get goosebumps i want to listen to her yesterday i was talking to a friend of mine It's called joshua i was saying about his new love oh my goodness i've not seen joshua in love The things he was saying, the amazing things. He was this person who was rigid, like as in, I keep telling him things will change when you find love. And I want to tell you people out there, when you find the true person, when you find the true identity and meaning of love, everything can wait. You can run out of a board meeting. You can run out of any spaces just to go and tell that person, I love you. And yes, to all of you, my listeners out there, I love you so much. I want to send my greetings and to thanks to Samantha, Liz, Elizabeth, you're amazing. I have a new listener who's coming on board, Naomi, Scovia. I have many of you, Herbert, in the USA. Many of you listen to my podcast and you never t- you never you never give feedback. But after some time, you give me feedback. I really appreciate. Please listen in to this one as well. I want you to be blessed and and feel rejuvenated, learn something new, and is it in as much as we're in a space where people are marrying at a higher rate and are divorcing at the same rate i would want you to rethink before you get married i would want you to practice so pretend like you're married this podcast is going to help you so much so i love you all and always love you greetings to my family as always i love you so much wherever you are you're the reason as to why i wake up every day and do this thing and I thank so much today the people who have pushed me to l- doing this o- this podcast. I've always wanted to do it and everything was ready, but for some time, for some reason, I've been pushing, been looking for the mood. So today, surprisingly, I came back home and I told myself I'm going to record. And it's because of my new listener, Naomi Scovia, Liz, and other people have been asking me lately. You've not given us a podcast. Thank you so much to the podcast family Uganda, to the podcasters in Uganda. Namara, wherever you are, thank you so much. I also want to thank my family, Paul and 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 uh, Claudia Kalisa You pushed me into getting to the podcast space. I want to send greetings to uh, Patrick. You said when I do put this podcast, I send out my my links to you. I want to send greetings to Colin. You also looking up for this podcast. I want to send out greetings to all of you people who are listening in. And I'm going to ask for more content. And I urge you to always listen in. And please send me your comments and suggestions. Topics you want me to talk about. Because I love doing podcasts. It's passionate to me. I love doing it. And I will do it for you. And above all, thank you, Juliana, wherever you are. Juliana Namsazi or something like that. You asked me to talk about male vulnerability in relationships. So I dedicate this podcast to you mainly. I thank you and I love you all. Still. I remain Gordon Mogul JB, the podcaster of all seasons. God bless you. Have a great time as you're listening in. Bye-bye.